Welcome to the Red Light Report, your number one source for all things red light therapy, where you will learn how to optimize your health, wellness, and longevity with the power of photobiomodulation. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Belkowski. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Red Light Report. I have some extremely, extremely fascinating, thought-provoking, thinking outside of the box type of information. Mind expanding, I guess I could have just said. <laughs> um, but regardless, welcome to the month of June. Here we are, we're, we're getting close to the official start of summer or summer solstice, I suppose we could call it. And so hopefully you guys are getting some nice weather, getting outside, getting that fresh air, getting into nature, getting that full spectrum sunlight, getting your grounding in, getting those toesies in the grass, so on and so forth. And all of that has to do with vibrational or energetic healing or just health because maybe you're, you're, you're in good health and you're just doing that to feel good. That's what I do on a daily basis. So again, energetic health. And why do I bring that up? Well, on today's solo episode, we're going to cover, again, some mind-bending or mind-altering concepts from a book that I've been reading the past week or two. And so whenever I read some very, very interesting information that I think can impact other people's lives and other people's health just by learning this information, then I'm going to go ahead and share it on this podcast because that's kind of the point, right? And of course, it's going to be centered around red light therapy, but as we all know, Red light therapy is just a form of energetic healing or vibrational hearing, uh, frequency healing, whatever you want to call it, right? It's just a form of frequency that happens to alter our biology for the better. Every once in a while, we'll, we'll take kind of a, uh, a deep dive or a little bit of a rabbit hole for a week into some of these other interesting or alternative health topics, if you will, because I think it all connects together, right? It's not this uh, mechanistic mindset where we want to just have a tunnel vision and only think about red light therapy. And that's the only thing that matters in life, or that's the only thing that's going to help fix everything. Well, even I know that's not true. As much as I love red light therapy, it's just one facet or one tool we can add to our energetic healing toolkit, albeit a very powerful one, and again, anything that's non-invasive, non-pharmaceutical, something you can do in the comfort of your home or outside, something that's relatively low cost uh, compared to, let's say, pharmaceuticals or surgery or, or so on and so forth. That's the crux behind this podcast ultimately. And so again, if I can provide you that information with different books that I'm reading and of course bring on experts in their respective fields, that's what it's all about. So we can have a more comprehensive understanding of health because if we can take health into our own hands versus being reliant on the allopathic system, I mean, most of you guys know my mindset, and I think a lot of you are right there with me, or else you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But regardless, we're going to be reading or learning some extremely interesting information from a book called Electric Body, Electric Health. And I'm sure some of you or many of you perhaps have read this book or, or have heard of it, and I'll tell you what. Amazon and its rating system and, and recommendations hit another home run for me. I'm forever grateful that I purchased this book and have been reading it because it already, this is definitely one I'll either read again or, or listen to while I'm doing my trail running, but it's one of those books where the information literally changes the way you think. Once you've heard this information, and of course, I'm not going to cover the entire book today, but I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, thought snacks or, or mind snacks, we can call them, to kind of feed your brain this new information. But once you learn it or once you hear it, you can't unhear it or you can't unlearn it. So it's mind expanding. It changes the way you you think of of health and, and quite frankly, life. It, it's pretty crazy. We'll dig into that pretty quickly here. Again, Electric Body, Electric Health. It's by Eileen Day McCusick. And she has another book that precedes this one that's called Tuning the Human Biofield. So the, the author herself is the uh, expert and founder, basically, of this whole field of biofield tuning, where she uses tuning forks to literally change people's health, improve their quality of health, whether it's related to musculoskeletal pain or whether it's related to some type of psychological issue because it all has to do with healing your own biofield. And she has found through 
how many years has it been that she's been doing this 10, 15, maybe even 20 years that she's been basically treating people. And so throughout this process, she's basically self-taught herself how uh, first to map the human biofield, but secondly, what all the different areas around the body, because the biofield is outside of our physical body. And so the biofield goes about six feet to the left and to the right of us, and then about two to three feet above and two to three feet below us. So it surrounds us like an uh, oblong bubble, so to speak. But it's all filled with our energy and our history, not just our personal history, but our ancestors' history. So she can read you as a person and your ancestors. And if there's a missing flow of energy or if there's a lack of coherence in a certain area, that's going to tell her if you're dealing as a person with a more masculine or a more feminine energy issue. And also, the further away from the body that she detects dissonance, that means it was closer to the time you were born. Whereas as you get closer to your body, that means the event was more recent in time. So if it's really close to your body, it may have been just like a an event that happened yesterday or last week. So so she can literally read what's going on. And I know for a lot of people, this is kind of a little crazy to think that a person can pick this up without visually being able to see it. But you can see I'm kind of getting on a little rabbit hole already here about how our energy or how our health is, well, like the book says, electric. Everything is energy. Everything is frequency. Red light therapy is just one form of frequency. Everything around us, anything that's living has this biofield and has and deals with frequencies within the, as she describes in the book, the plasma and the ether, which are two more states that we weren't taught in school. We were taught solid, liquid, gas. And that's those are the three states of matter. But Eileen has introduced two new states, one that's been proven or validated by science, and that is plasma, the state of plasma. The fifth state, which has not yet been scientifically validated, is just postulation and hypothetical at this point, but it's called the ether. So it is within the plasma and the ether that our biofield interacts with all this electromagnetic energy that is surrounding all of us at all times around the world. So that's how we're all connected in essence. But I'm not going <laughs> to, I could keep going, but I'm going to stop there as far as my rabbit hole, because it's time to do a couple of intros, even though I've already spent how many minutes, you can tell how excited I am by the book and the information. Here we are sitting at almost eight minutes. But okay, so we have a couple of announcements that I want to do, and then we'll dig into some of the book. And I'm not going to read like entire chapters like I have with previous books, because there's too much information to cover. For the purpose of this solo sode, I'm going to be jumping around a little more than usual. So it's going to be a little more fragmented. I'm going to see how this works and see how it comes off. Maybe I, you guys can give me some feedback by sending me a message through uh, social media or sending me an email. But that way we can cover more information, cover more points of view with this interesting information versus covering, let's say, one or two topics very deeply. And so we'll see how that plays out because, again, there's just so much interesting information. I, I want to be able to cover more in little pieces to get you intrigued. And, and I'm not trying to sell you the book, but if you're interested, I highly, highly recommend it. And so we'll kind of do that style for, for this solo sode. But the couple of updates or pieces of information I want to let you guys know before we jump into the book is that BioLite currently has two new products. Up until this point, they've intentionally been soft releases, uh, but this is my first official announcement to the public about these two products. And so the first one is the Restore panel. It was formerly known as the Restore Plus, but I'm going to, tongue-in-cheek or pun intended, I'm going to restore its original name, and, and it's going to be called the Restore, just like it was prior to the Restore Plus. But anyway... Let's dig into what makes this updated, upgraded Restore panel innovative or, or cutting edge. So there's three big things. The first one's not too big, but it's, it's a nice little upgrade versus all of our other previous panels. And that is there's a nice big user-friendly LCD screen. So it's a nice bigger visual versus the 
almost like alarm clock like digits for the time and then you'd have little green lights that would illuminate to tell you if the red and or near infrared light was illuminated whereas this screen again it's nice and big it gives you a, a big visual representation of of course the timer but then you also have an easier time of understanding which lights are on because it's gonna say right on the screen and you get a cycle through with some buttons below the screen. So it's much more visually easy to see if you indeed do have red and or near infrared selected because of course, near infrared is invisible. So you're relying upon the device to tell you when the near infrared light is on. And with previous models with, with that mechanism with the green light, bulb for those that have the panel you know what i'm talking about it's kind of tough to explain but it wasn't as user friendly some people were confused by what it meant even though it was outlined in the user manual but we just got a lot of emails about whether or not their near infrared light was working and how they were able to tell so that was clearly an, an issue with with those previous models so again we fixed that issue by getting a nice big user-friendly lcd screen the two other additions or upgrades to this panel which are I would say much more significant from a function standpoint, of course, is you're able to literally adjust the light irradiance with the control panel. So you'll have a selection from anywhere from, well, I guess you could do 0%, but that's off, but you can go from 1% light irradiance up to 100% light irradiance. This panel is currently still in third-party testing, and so we're going to get light irradiances for a couple of different measurements at the traditional six inches. So we'll have a measurement of light irradiance at 100%, a measurement at 75%, then 50%, and then 25% power, so to speak. So that way, when you are trying to modulate your light irradiance, because perhaps you want to do a, a skin treatment, and, and as we know, or if you've been listening for a while, you understand that eye treatments and skin treatments require much lower dosages, joules of energy, versus let's say treating the brain or treating the nervous system or treating the bones those require much higher dosages to get a positive response and so being able to adjust the light irradiance allows you to even more specifically or more flexibly alter or hone in on whatever you're trying to treat even if you're doing general health and wellness maybe you respond better to a 10-minute treatment when it's at 50 percent Whereas your friend might respond better to 75% or, or the whole 100%. My point being, the light irradiance is going to allow you to even further tweak your treatments. Because as we all know, everyone does not respond the same way to any given treatment. Even with the protocols I've provided, you have to kind of play around with them to figure out what, what works best for your body. But again, whether you're a consumer at home or you're a practitioner and you want to use it in a clinic or even just, a, let's say, a med spa or a yoga studio or a CrossFit gym, allowing people to have the ability to adjust the light radiance as they need to for a certain given treatment, again, just adds to the flexibility and adds to your ability to further hone in on any given treatment that you're looking to accomplish. And of course, there's many other positive attributes about being able to adjust your light radiance. I mean, some people just in general are more sensitive to light. So if they were to receive, let's say, the, the former Restore Plus panel, well, you're kind of stuck with the power of that light. Of course, you can adjust it with distance, but if you're sensitive to light, you might have to be several feet away from the panel, maybe even 10 feet plus, if you're that sensitive to the light. Whereas now, with this innovative technology in the Restore panel, you can simply adjust the light radiance by the control panel on the side. And so to tie this all together, this is actually going to be extremely useful and beneficial, especially for first-time red light therapy users, actually anywhere in between novice and expert. Uh, my point being is, as I go through this ebook that I've created, because I'm going to have to update the entire thing, because like you guys learned in the previous solo sode with the kind of falsified light irradiance measurements that is across the vast majority of companies, I'm going to have to update the entire ebook because it was predicated on a light irradiance of around 100 to 125 or so. And so those times and distances, again, are predicated on that. So I'm going to have to go through and essentially adjust um, the protocols to match a lower light irradiance device, because that's 
essentially what all of these devices on the market are, except they're touting that they have 100 or 130 or 150 or 180 milliwatts per centimeter squared. So, so if we're under that belief that those are accurate, then your adjustments are going to be quite short. But now that we know that information is incorrect and that those light radiances are much lower, well, now our treatments are actually going to get a little longer to adjust for that new information. And so I mentioned this in the previous solo episode, but I'm going to have to go through the ebook and basically I'm going to give everyone the amount of jewels that you need for a certain treatment for a certain condition. So for for skin, maybe you need one jewel. For your muscles, maybe you need three jewels. But again, each protocol will have a little t- table for you to visually see so that based on the device you have, and this is, I guess, looking more far into the future when hopefully these other companies take note and they start do, doing third-party testing on their devices so that the entire market can have accurate numbers. Because as it stands right now, uh, there's only a couple of companies, BioLite and Jemba Red, that actually have third-party testing to verify the light radiances of their devices. And so again, I'm going to have to add tables so that let's say you have a device, because even within BioLite's uh, offerings, product offerings, there's a variety of light radiances. Uh, for example, the handheld glow versus this restore panel. I mean, they're going to have different light radiances. So you need to have some way to adjust your protocol by yourself. Um, I'll make it as seamless as possible for for everybody. But again, there needs to be some way to um, have the consumer reading the book easily able to uh, adjust their protocol based on their device. And again, it doesn't have to be a BioLite device, but as long as you know the correct light irradiance, then you'll know where within the spectrum of time and duration that your treatment needs to be. So it's going to be a little complicated for me for this next ebook update. It's going to take <laughs> it's going to take a lot of time and energy. But but again, the whole point is to to move this red light therapy space in, in a positive direction because we want more adoption. Because again, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a believer or at least interested in red light therapy because of all of its benefits. That's kind of why I started this this podcast was to get the information out to more people, as many people as possible. It's such a niche or niche topic. It's such a niche health and wellness treatment, not enough people know about it. And I think anyone listening to this podcast can speak to the amazing benefits of red light therapy. So again, not only do we need to raise the standards from a product aspect or a product point of view, and I'm trying to do that with BioLite by doing third-party testing, but the information and the education, again, needs to be upgraded or elevated and so I've tried to do that again with this podcast, with my ebook, and through the ebook, now I'm going to have to do some more major updates because the information in that ebook needs to get to a point where anyone, even those with minimal to no scientific background, they can pick up that ebook and based on the device they have, they can put together, easily put together, quickly put together their own personal protocol depending on what they're trying to treat. And so that's kind of the goal with the ebook. And of course, it's ever expanding with all the new information I'm learning from variety aspects of health, but of course, red light therapy centric. But of course, the photobiomodulation research continues to churn out. I have so much research that I, that I need to read and get updated on and add to that ebook. So again, the protocols will continue to get updated and more and more protocols will continue to get added as time goes on. So the ebook as it sits right now is about 100 pages and as quickly and as often as the photobiomodulation research is being churned out, that ebook's going to double and triple in size over the next couple of years, just because there's going to be more and more protocols I can develop. Because again, I'm not going to develop a protocol unless there's enough scientific research to prove it. I may come to a point where if I see something where there's enough anecdotal evidence, I'll make that abundantly clear in the ebook and then be able to add those types of protocols, for example, testosterone, that's one where there's really no research, but there's tons and tons and tons of anecdotes of males uh, using red light therapy on their genitals to significantly increase their testosterone. And again, that's a natural way, you don't have to use a needle, you don't have to be relying on supplements or, or otherwise. So it seems like a pretty safe and apparently effective way to do so. So potential protocols like that, I may be open to adding with the very clear 
annotation that there's no science to back this, but there's been a lot of anecdotes to prove otherwise. And then the last announcement I want to make, and I see we're at 20 minutes here, this is kind of getting crazy. So we have the Restore, you can go and pre-order that on the BioLite website. And then the second product that's currently in pre-order is the new Shine. I was going to initially call it the Shine Plus, but again, I'm, I'm, I think I want to return to our original names because like, what do you do after the Shine Plus, the Shine Plus Plus, the Shine Plus exclamation point? It gets a little crazy. <laughs> so we're just going to stick with the Shine. And so the updated, upgraded version of the Shine is available for pre-order currently. And this one has some even cooler additions or upgrades compared to its former self. And so I'm going to go relatively quickly over these because we're getting a little long in the tooth here so we can get to the book. But just going over the upgrades and updates to the Shine, there are now 15 LEDs within the exact same area as the previous Shine. So they're a little more spaced out in the previous Shine, whereas this one, they're condensed in 15 into the same space that there's 12. So more consistent light exposure for, for a handheld device, which is, which is key, I think. Um, secondly which you'll notice right away, is that it looks much more elegant. It looks pretty. It looks not just function over form as the shine was. And there's nothing wrong with that because clearly people are getting great results with the previous shine. But it's always nice to have a device that not only does amazing things, but looks amazing as well. And so you'll see right away, this new shine looks fantastic. And not only that, but we're introducing a new color to the shine line. We have the silver, we have the black, of course, and now we're introducing rose gold. So I have a hunch that's gonna be a pretty popular color because it looks pretty darn good. So we have the color, we have the new look, we have 15 LEDs instead of 12, but again, that's not even the best parts of the device. The most important part of the upgrades of the Shine are that every single LED, all 15, can emit red and near-infrared simultaneously. So that's something not even the panels can do. Of course, all BioLite panels have dual LED technology, patent-pending technology, where every LED has the ability to emit red or near-infrared. And that's important because when you're doing all red light settings, let's say for skin, or you're doing all near infrared, let's say for treating the nervous system, um, in all the other panels on the market, or most of them, when you do the all red or all near infrared light setting, only half of the LEDs emit light. Whereas again, with, with the BioLite panels, all LEDs can emit red or near infrared. So you get every single LED turning on red in the all red setting, for example. And so the difference here with the Shine device is that there's a light setting where you have red and near-infrared being emitted from every single lens. So all 15 would emit red and near-infrared at the same time. So that is absolutely amazing. Of course, you have the option to do all red or all near-infrared. And then we've added a fourth setting that's also new to the Shine or actually really any device we offer. And that is the ability to do 40 Hertz treatment, pulse frequency setting, I should say. So it would be near infrared only and it would pulse at 40 Hertz. But this is important because recent research has shown that 40 Hertz is beneficial for brain health, specifically normalizing mitochondrial homeostasis and mitigating symptoms of cognitive decline and Alzheimer's symptoms. And this happens via the clearing of the amyloid beta deposition. So that makes this new shine pretty darn versatile, I'd say. So you have a fourth setting, all the LEDs, all 15 LEDs versus 12 can emit red and near infrared, and it looks great, and we have rose gold. And that reminds me, the, the other thing I wanted to mention about the restore, because I kind of got uh, carried away with being able to adjust the light irradiance, but there's another new function to the Restore panel, and that's being able to choose your frequency. For most treatments, you'll probably want to use 0%, but again, if you're treating the nervous system or if you're treating the brain, you want to have a certain pulse frequency because the more recent photobiomodulation research is showing mitochondria in different parts of the body, especially the nervous system, seem to respond to different frequencies. So again, for the brain, 40 hertz is a really good one for cognitive decline and, and Alzheimer's. 
but there's even different pulse frequencies you'd want to use for different conditions. Maybe you just want to relax. Maybe you need help going to sleep. There are certain light frequencies you want to utilize to get that benefit. And so again, with, with the shine, we've given you the 40 hertz, because based on the research, there's improved brain health. With the Restore, you can choose your light frequency from 1 hertz up to, I believe it's 20,000 hertz. You might not use the hertz right away, or maybe you'd only use one or two different settings as, as you become educated in which hertz or which frequency is most beneficial for you. But uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that as time goes on over the coming years, we're going to find and, and gain more validation in various frequencies for various conditions. So again, it's just another way that BioLite is looking to add versatility, but especially looking into the future to give the consumers and, and the customers that benefit or that variable if they so choose to use it. Again, you don't have to use it. It's just an option. So, so that's another benefit of the new Restore panel. And the last thing I'll add about these uh, pre-order devices is that if you pre-order the Restore, so if you make a purchase while the Restore is in pre-order, you will receive the original Shine device for free. So that's a $450 value. Again, if you just simply make the, the pre-order purchase of the Restore, you'll get a Shine device for free. And to my loyal listeners of the Red Light Report, we'll make a coupon code for you so that you can get an exclusive 15% off the Restore while it's in pre-order. So not only will you have access to the Restore panel at 15% off, but that's also going to automatically give you a Shine device for free. And so we'll make that coupon code RLR15. That stands for a red light report. So just the letters can be uppercase or lowercase, but RLR15. And as long as the Restore is in pre-order, you will get 15% off the panel. And as you can tell, there's some pretty cool updates, but then of course you'll get a Shine device, the original version of the Shine device for free. But without further ado, let's jump into this amazing book, Electric Body, Electric Health by Eileen Day McCusick. And of course, I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can check this book out on Amazon, see if you're interested or if it tickles your fancy, you can go check it out there. But again, as you can tell, I would highly, highly recommend reading this book. So here come your mind snacks. Because remember, again, these will be a little shorter in length, but I'll jump around so we can cover some more information. So you're going to walk away with your mind fully snacked out with all these mind snacks. Okay, so this first little section here comes from the introduction, which is called Raise Your Voltage. And Eileen goes on to say, what we call voltage is the force that makes electric currents move, also called the electromotive force. The higher the voltage, the stronger the current. In your body, stronger voltage means more energy running through your wires and a brighter inner light. When the amount of voltage flowing through our system drops, we have less energy available to power all the processes in our bodies. Disease and loss of vitality are the eventual results of a low voltage state. So, of course, you guys have heard me speak many times about the bioenergetics of red light therapy, thanks to Dr. Doug Wallace, the, the top mitochondrial researcher of our generation. Dr. Doug Wallace has always said, based on his research with mitochondria, that the more energy we have per cell, the more health or the more vitality you're going to have. And the less energy you have per cell, the quicker you're going to come down with the disease and the quicker you're going to age. So, so Eileen is already setting the stage here in the, in the preface about talking about raising our voltage. And the more voltage we have running through our system, the healthier we are, the lower our system or the lower voltage our, our body is, the less healthy we're going to be. And so moving on to the next section here, which is entitled electric body, electric health. She goes on to say that this is essentially what's going on inside your own electrical system. Your body is literally a battery. You are full of salt water, which conducts electricity. All your cell membranes carry a charge. Every organ and system in your body has its own electromagnetic field. I have a little device called an energy rod, which is a clear tube with electrodes at either end. And when you hold both electrodes, you complete the circuit and the lights light up and it buzzes. This is a very useful tool for showing people that they are in fact conductors and generators of electricity and that you need a closed circuit for the energy to flow through. 
It is fun to use in a circle of people holding hands. If one person releases their grip from the person next to them, the circuit gets broken and the lights and noise stop. When we recognize our biological systems as rechargeable batteries, we start to think in simple terms of charging versus discharging. Where is your battery meter? What depletes you and what replenishes you? Where does the meter need to be for you to function optimally? It's easy to tune into where your battery is. Most people know the answer immediately. And most people become aware very quickly that they're discharging far more than they're recharging. Let's check in right now. Ask yourself, on a scale of 1 to 100, where is your personal battery meter? Where would you like it to be? I've worked with thousands of people with chronic illness over the years, and I've come to have a somewhat different perspective on the current epidemic of diseases like Epstein-Barr, Lyme disease, Crohn's, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, and so on. I'm asking you to rethink all of that. The bottom line is a low battery. Voltage is low as a consequence of too much resistance blocking the natural healthy flow of energy in the system. We become like a flashlight with a weak battery and a dim light, without the energy necessary to renew and replenish ourselves. And then moving along to the next section here, it's called voltage as pH. I had been studying electricity and the biofield for many years when I discovered the work of Dr. Jerry Tennant. In Tennant's work, I first encountered the idea that low pH is the same as low voltage. The pH as voltage equation was the keystone that really clicked everything into place for me. When you're looking at health from a chemical perspective, there's only so much you can do to change your pH. You can eat green vegetables, you can detox and cleanse, you can take supplements. But when you look at it from an electromagnetic perspective, there are so many things you can do to raise your voltage, and we will get to those later in this book. This means that being religious about eating clean and taking handfuls of supplements isn't the only way to stay healthy and prevent disease. When we look at it from an electrical perspective, we have all these new tools for getting healthy and solving our problems. This is particularly exciting to me as someone who has never been a big fan of eating mountains of vegetables. Dr. Tennant, an ophthalmologist who is also a board-certified practitioner of homeopathic and alternative medicine and author of the book Healing is Voltage, argues that the most critical aspect of healing is the body's ability to make new cells that are able to do their job properly. When our cells go to reproduce themselves, we want the vibrational blueprint to be clear so that they know what they're supposed to be doing and how to do it. Tennant explains that pH, or voltage, plays a key role in cell regeneration. Over the course of our lives, we're constantly putting wear and tear on our systems, and the way we regenerate ourselves is by making new cells. We're doing that all the time. The lining in your gut is only three weeks old. Your skin is six weeks old, and your nervous system is eight months old. We keep ourselves healthy and heal wounds and diseases, first and foremost by making new cells. And it's when we lose this ability that disease and premature aging occur. If our bodies don't have the energy to make new cells, diseased organs won't be able to heal and regenerate themselves. When voltage drops, entropy begins to take place in our bodies due to insufficient juice available to keep everything functioning properly. Here's where pH comes into play. The body is designed to maintain an optimal balance of acidity and alkalinity and an optimum voltage of rough, roughly negative 50 millivolts. Our cells function optimally in a moderately alkaline state at a pH of between 7.35 and 7.45 and with a cell voltage of negative 25 millivolts across our membranes. When a cell is in distress or deteriorating in some way, it needs the body's voltage to be at an optimal level of negative 50 millivolts in order for healing to occur, according to Tennant. Also according to Tennant, cells are designed to run at a negative 25 millivolt, which is a pH of 7.45, but they need negative 50 millivolts to make a new cell. And just a quick aside from the book here for the audience, the reason why it's negative millivolt and not a positive number is because that relates to our affinity for electrons. So the more negative you are, that negative 50 millivolts means you have a good affinity for electrons, and thus, that's why you're able to heal well with that voltage. If you were anywhere near a positive number for your voltage, I mean, you'd be greatly ill, riddled with disease, probably cancer, probably pretty close to death. 
So again, we want that negative voltage because that means we're accruing electrons running through the mitochondrial transport chain, producing energy. And of course, the more energy we have per cell means a happy body. So back to the book. Well, guys, BioLite has what's called bundles. So simply go to the BioLite website, BioLite.shop, go into products, and there will be a tab for bundles. With each of these bundles, there's three of them, you save 20% off on the entire package. For example, we have the Beauty Bundle, which includes a Shine and Stand, a Guardian Plus, and the Longev Revive Cream. So that bundle of three products, you save 20% off the entire package. There's the Recovery Bundle. That includes the Recharge Plus panel, the Guardian mouthpiece, and then the Longev recover cream and that recover cream is just like the revive cream except it has added cbd oil infused into it that package of three items all comes at 20 percent off and then the last bundle which is the most versatile bundle in the sense that you get to pick and choose what products you want you get to pick and choose from the recharge plus panel the restore plus panel or the matrix full body mat and then you get to choose between the guardian and guardian plus and then you get to choose between the revive and the recover cream it also includes the shine and stand so you get to choose between black and silver by purchasing those four products in the ultimate bundle you save 20% off all of the products you also save 20% off shipping so literally the entire package and shipping is 20% off so if you're ever needing some red light therapy products and are looking for a discount just remember the bundles are always 20% off 365 days a year no coupon code necessary when pH and voltage drops below that, molecules known as free radicals start to proliferate. Free radicals are unstable atoms lacking an electron. They arise in low-voltage environments where there isn't enough abundant electrical energy to spread around, and in turn, they create more acidity and low voltage. All toxins are electron stealers, also known as free radicals. And I'm going to repeat the first part of that sentence because I have it underlined multiple times because this is a very important concept, very basic, but very important concept to recognize and understand that all toxins are electron stealers. And then you guys can extrapolate from there why that's important. All toxins are electron stealers. Tennant used the term electron stealers because these molecules are missing electrons and are looking to snatch them up from anywhere they can get them, which ends up being our cells. An antioxidant, on the other hand, is a molecule that has excess electrons to give away, which is why they are so good for us. So we need electrons for our cells to be able to do their work. When a cell's electrons are stolen, the cell is damaged or destroyed. New studies have shown that cancer cells proliferate in part by stealing electricity from the cells around them, which causes further disease and decline. Tennant, like myself, has observed that the majority of disease begins as an emotional event. Emotions are stored in and around the body as magnetic fields and also as corresponding molecules that have hidden themselves in various places in the body. If you have a bunch of old suppressed emotions that are stored in one of your organs and in some part of your biofield, that's going to create resistance and tension and make it more difficult for electrical flow to pass through. If we want to get healthy from an electrical perspective, the first order of business is to open an inquiry into the vibrational backlog of emotions that is clogging up our circuits and blocking the natural flow of energy that keeps us healthy and vital. So now we're going to move to the first chapter of the, or actually the second chapter of the book, which is entitled Mapping the Human Biofield. And this section here is entitled How Biofield Tuning Works. So again, the author Eileen Day McCusick, she's the, basically the inventor or founder of biofield tuning, like I explained earlier. And so in, in this book, she outlines her journey to this discovery. It was never intentional. It kind of just happened to her. It's very interesting. And so in her uh, previous book, Tuning the Human Biofield, she goes much more into the intricacies and the know-how of biofield tuning. But she also has some pretty interesting information in this book as well. So I wanted to share that with you guys just so you're at least exposed to the treatment of biofield tuning because, gosh darn, it kind of sounds like a winner-winner chicken dinner for treating virtually anything. And so if you can find someone that can do biofield tuning, I would highly recommend it. That's something I want to do for myself. And the cool thing is, since the premise is that the vibrations of the tuning fork works within the 
plasma and ether, which is around all of us at all times, she can do her treatments through a Zoom call or through a call, which I found pretty amazing. But again, it speaks to the fundamentals of the plasma and ether. So you don't necessarily have to have someone local, although I think the experience may be better and more efficient, as Eileen points out. But it doesn't have to be that way. Same thing with body talk. If, if you're dealing with energy or energy healing, a lot of them don't have to be in person, which I, I know is mind-blowing and, and mind-expanding. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert in this area. I'm just reading the information, and I've already ordered four or five new books on this topic, thanks to this Electric Body, Electric Health book, because this just has me extremely intrigued and enraptured. And I think that kind of happens anytime your mind expands, even a little bit. You, you just get excited in this little jolt of electricity. I mean, literally, it's interesting. So, but regardless, I'm going to read this little section here on how biofield tuning works. So at least you're exposed to the concept and the idea. And then if you're excited by it, you can go get some biofield tuning done on yourself. But Eileen goes on to say, we know that magnetic fields guide electric currents. By shifting the body's magnetic field and thus shifting the electrical flow in the body, we are able to release pain, tension, stuck emotions, and trauma. Pain is a manifestation of too much current running through the wires, and we can redirect that energy by manipulating the magnetic field. Like Chinese medicine practitioners who do pulse diagnosis, with tuning forks, we're able to sense the rhythms of the currents in the body, which we then shift with the forks rather than with acupuncture needles. I've had many instances of taking someone for an 8 or 9 on a pain scale out of 10 down to a 1 or 0 in 20 minutes or less, simply by rearranging the way that energy is flowing through the body. I think of all the places in the field where we have perturbations and stuck energy as what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body. In his book, A New Earth, Toll describes it as the remnants of pain left behind by every strong negative emotion that is not fully faced, accepted, and then let go of, joined together to form an energy field that lives in the very cells of your body. So the pain body consists of all the suffering and struggle you've been through and the imprint it has left on the way you see yourself and your approach to life. When most people refer to themselves, they are referring to their pain body. We identify ourselves with our wounds and create a wounded self-image. Not only in shamanism, but also in Western psychology, do we find this idea that the psyche can become fragmented through trauma and stress, and that psychological health can be restored through a process of reintegrating these repressed and split-off parts of self. From a psychotherapeutic perspective, when we integrate the parts of ourselves that we have denied, shut off, and relegated to the shadows of the unconscious, we return to a state of emotional and psychological health. From both the shamanic and western psychological perspective, as well as the perspective of biofield tuning, healing is a process of restoring wholeness. The way that we restore wholeness from an electromagnetic perspective is by bringing these fragments of frozen light, of forgotten self, back into circulation and availability. People who have had a lot of trauma learn to live with fewer and fewer parts of themselves online. When they start to reintegrate these lost parts of self, they can achieve what feels like superhero status. These fragments are our hidden potential. I often liken them to the concept of Easter eggs in a video game. They're these secret pockets of gifts and potential that you find as you're moving through the game. When you find and claim an Easter egg, you're literally increasing your electrical power. With more bioavailable energy at your disposal, you get more done. You become a better manifester and a stronger player in the game of life. Using the language of sound, we can describe this phenomenon in terms of coherence and incoherence. When you're in a coherent state, it means that all the vibrational patterns in your system are in phase with each other. That's what the word coherent means, in phase. If something is coherent, it hangs together. It's unified and harmonious. In the human energy system, coherence is a state of conservation of energy. An incoherent state is one in which there is a lot of stray, unintegrated frequency formations in our conscious minds and our bodies. 
If you've got a lot of things in different phases in your system that divorce you never dealt with, that alcoholic father, that fifth grade teacher who traumatized you, you will experience some degree of incoherence. When you have experienced a lot of trauma, they all have these bits of energy stuck out in their field, and they're resonating at many different frequencies. Essentially, our inner orchestra is either making music, all the different players and frequencies within ourselves are coming into phase to play a harmonized unified tone, or we're out of phase and making noise. Something is flat there, something is too fast there, something's not even playing somewhere else. Coherence is when that inner orchestra is brought in tune in its right rhythm and proper flow into that sweet spot of harmonic perfection. As we find these out-of-phase pockets and harmonize them, we become more integrated and energized. Then I'm going to jump to the next chapter here, which is entitled Electric Universe, Electric You, where she begins talking about uh, the plasma and the ether and how that relates to our biofield. Uh, So I'm going to kind of jump around here. It's going to be a little shorter than even what I've been previously reading, just so we can cover some more of these topics here, because it's it's pretty dense. Again, if you're interested in this, these types of topics or information, again, read the book because it goes much, much deeper than what I'm presenting here. But talking about plasma, she goes on to say that space is made up of plasma. Nebulas are a plasma. Lightning is a plasma. Solar wind is a plasma. The northern lights are a plasma. A Tesla globe is a plasma. We live in a plasma environment. We don't just breathe in oxygen, we breathe in electricity too. Each oxygen molecule carries four free electrons which bind to the iron in the hemoglobin of our blood and then are dropped off at cells providing the body with a constant flow of electrical juice. Water is a plasma, as Dr. Gerald Pollack proposes in the fourth phase of water, meaning that water is electromagnetic. Our blood and all the fluids in our bodies are electrically charged. She goes on to say here, Continual planet-wide lightning strikes discharge and ground this energy. Space is an electrical environment that's filled with plasma. Plasma, that is the stuff of the stars, is also what makes up these human systems of ours. Remember, it is the same electricity of the sun and lightning that is powering the electric device that is used to jumpstart our electric hearts when they stop. My hypothesis is that the human biofield is also a plasma, and more specifically, a bioplasma. What is a bioplasma? It's the diffuse magnetic fluid around any living thing defined by a double-layer plasma membrane at its outer boundary. These living fields were described by Yale professor Harold Saxton Burr as L-fields, and he studied them extensively in the 40s and 50s with various devices set up around the Yale campus. The idea that all life forms have a living field around them is nothing new. However, many of us have heard that there is no such thing as a field. But as we will see, that assertion goes against observation and basic laws of physics. Like anything in nature, electromagnetic fields tend to behave fractally. What they are on, a, on one level of scale, they are on other levels of scale. As above, so below. This is the macrocosm and the microcosm. The human biofield and our magnetic fields are like a fractal rendering of the Earth's magnetosphere and the Sun's heliosphere. There's a double-layer plasma membrane at the outer boundary that protects the organism. In the human biofield, that outer boundary creates the dynamic standing waves that hold the information in the field. Every cell and organ in the body has its own field in addition to being part of the group field of the human body. For many of you, this may be the first time you've ever heard of plasma. Why is it most of us never learned about this important and ubiquitous state of matter, one that is accepted and studied by Harvard and Sanford scientists? While the concept of the ether has been actively dismissed and allegedly debunked, plasma, it seems to me, has simply been ignored. We know it exists, we just haven't found a place for it in our larger cosmological framework. Now we'll move to the next chapter, which is entitled Ether, the Hidden Dimension. For thousands of years, spiritual traditions have spoken of the light of God that fills the universe. But there was also a time not so long ago that physicists understood the cosmos as a vast and infinite web of light. 
scientists like Nikola Tesla and Albert Einstein used to have a word for the connecting, all-pervading medium of light that gives rise to all things, the ether. Nikola Tesla, a pioneer of electrical science, described the luminiferous ether as an ocean of clear light through which all waves travel in the field of infinite potential that all life unfolds in. So, what is the ether? There are many definitions from the lenses of many different belief systems and quite a few strong opinions. For our purposes, we will define the ether as the hypothetical fifth state of matter, but more accurately is the primary state of matter that gives rise to all other states of matter. Ether is another word for what you're more likely to have heard described as the unified field that, in varying densities and arrangements, composes the things we see as well as the space between them. The simplest definition describes the ether as an ocean of clear light that electromagnetic waves arise in, travel through, and dissolve back into. It is the source of all energy, the medium through which the word gave rise to the light. Ether is dielectric, meaning it has the ability to polarize itself in what we call a positive and negative charges, and through torsion, the spiraling dance of those forces, it spins itself into plasma, and plasma spins itself into gases, and then liquids and solids. Matter precipitates from the finest form, ether, and spirals into visible light, and then into a density of the physical matter we see all around us. What this points to is the notion that everything is fundamentally ether, woven through different vibrating arrangements into greater and greater density. In religious terms, ether is another word for the heavens, the celestial realms. It is described in the many cultures as being synonymous with spirit or God. In many ancient and medieval civilizations, ether was considered one of the elements, the element of space. In physics, ether is defined as an all-pervading, infinitely elastic, massless medium formally postulated as the medium of propagation of electromagnetic waves. Early explorers of electricity, such as Tesla, James Clerk Maxwell, and J.J. Thompson understood ether as the medium through which light traveled. In the ancient Vedic texts, ether, or space, is said to give rise to all vibration, which then creates the phenomenon of sound. Vedic cosmology describes sound and ether as inseparable and suggests that the ether is the medium through which both sound and light waves travel. It's also believed in the Vedic tradition that ether is the substance that the mind is made of. According to the California College of Ayurveda, ether represents the substratum upon which thoughts and emotions ride like waves upon the ocean. The ether and the akasha, or, or space in Vedic, are both seen as holding the vibrational information of everything that ever is, was, or ever will be. All of our experiences, thoughts, memories, and emotions. It is the Akashic Records, the vibrational book of life, that holds our individual histories and the history of the collective in past, present, and future time. So now I'm jumping several sections ahead in the book to a section called Sacred Geometry and Your Etheric Body. Eileen goes on to say, Within the human energy system, everything from the finest ether to a diffuse plasma is what we call subtle energy. It's my belief that in biofield tuning, we are working with the mediums of the ether and plasma. The space within and around us isn't empty. It's filled with light, information, energy, and sound. That's how I'm able to uncover detailed information from the record of the person's life, life history, experiences, emotions, patterns of thought and belief, in the roughly six-foot space around the body that we call the biofield. The ether has the property of holding information and memory like water does. It's the same thing, in my opinion, as the Akasha or the Akashic records. In our own etheric bodies lie our personal Akashic records. The biofield, as I see it, is both etheric and bioplasmic. Our bioplasmic electromagnetic energy field sits in the larger structure of the ether, which condenses from its finest and most diffuse form into the relatively denser bioplasma. It is through our etheric bodies that we are connected to all that is. 
although the torus shape of the electromagnetic body, or biofield, is marked by a double-layer plasma membrane that acts as its outer boundary, it exists within and is connected to the universal etheric body. This is how we are all connected, at all times, to everything else in the universe. Our consciousness is non-local and part of this vibrating electromagnetic soup of ether. I'm now going to skip ahead to a section entitled Beyond Quantum Resonance in the Ether. And so Eileen, she goes on to say, We know that everything is vibration. Here I would like to offer a parallel perspective on the idea of everything is vibration that is somewhat different from the quantum model. I would argue that everything is resonance in the ether. Sound, light, electricity, matter, it's all waves in the ether resonating at different frequencies. She then goes on to say, By this view, the electromagnetic spectrum goes from sound to ultrasound to infrared light, so it's a total continuum of light. Sound is part of the electromagnetic spectrum, meaning that sound and light are both fundamentally electrical in nature. What we call sound, 20 to 20,000 hertz, are waves in the range of what we can hear with our ears. It's a vibration, a wave moving through space, through the medium of the ether. Yes, it needs a medium, but in the model we've been discussing, so does light. In essence, sound is audible light, and light is visible sound. Sound is really just a lower octave of visible light, or in other words, light is a higher octave of sound. I'm going to say that sentence that preceded it one more time because it's kind of confusing, but it's very profound. So in essence, sound is audible light, and light is visible sound. She goes on to say that sound is electromagnetic. The ether ties it all together and helps to show that sound is a continuum of light. We divide everything and turn all the pieces into nouns, but that's not what's going on. It's just a continuum. Our division has to do with our organs of perception, not to do with what's actually out there. Light is just a higher harmonic of sound. Sound is just a lower harmonic of light. It's all waves, and it's all waves through the medium of the ether. Tesla and his compatriots understood it this way, but this understanding just got buried and pushed aside as the ether was replaced by relativity. And here's a quote from Tesla. Light cannot be anything else but a longitudinal disturbance in the ether involving alternate compressions and rarefactions. In other words, light can be nothing else than a sound wave in the ether. And Eileen goes on to say, What this shows, on a practical level, is the role of sound in our electromagnetic health. Sound is a big part of raising our voltages, whether it's the sound of our own voices that we hear in our minds, or whether we're breathing with an audible exhale, or a sound of pleasure. Sound is electric. It is magnetic. It carries mass. A vibrating tuning fork is an electromagnetic phenomenon. The motion of a vibrating tuning fork produces a weak electromagnetic charge, which is how I'm able to use it like a magnet within the weak magnetic field of the body. When I bring sound into a place that's heavy and stuck, sound breaks that energy up and liberates the electrical flow. When I introduce that into your body, you feel lighter and more lifted and more energetic because of that electromagnetic input. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to end our little intro session into Electric Body, Electric Health by Eileen Day McCusick. And again, that's the very, 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 very tip of the iceberg compared to how deep she dives. Not like deep where it's not understandable on a scientific level, but I'm just saying the amount of information that she covers in all these different fields, so to speak. And of course, she integrates her, her experience from biofield tuning, which helps explain all these different uh, theories and, and past histories of science as she kind of weaves them together and then integrates her experience via biofield tuning and how that plays a role in the plasma and the bioplasma and the ether and how it's electromagnetically charged and how that affects your bio. It's very fascinating. So I hope that gave you uh, just enough of a taste to pique your interest and possibly go ahead and check out her book or, or I'm sure she has other uh, pieces of information available, whether it's blogs or, or 
interviewed on podcasts. I'm surely going to reach out to her and see if she'll make her way onto the Red Light Report at some point, because I'd love to pick her brain once I've fully read the book, maybe a couple of times, but, but regardless, I'd love to have her on the podcast. But as always, guys, I hope you found this information illuminating, insightful, hopefully profound, as profound as I did, and impactful. That's the whole point. Learning information is great, but it's learning information and put it into action that really makes a change in a person's life. So take what you learned. If you found it interesting, do more research, find other ways to learn more about it. And then like I was just saying, find a way to integrate it into your life. Because just like I was saying, just knowing about biofuel tuning is very cool. It's very intriguing. But if you have a way that it can be utilized to improve your health, because as, as I touched upon in the book with Eileen, emotions are a very critical component of overall health. And we're talking about how it affects your pain, potential diseases and cancers. It begins with emotions and, and what they do to your biofield and, and your uh, internal electrical system, if you will. And so I don't think there's one person that couldn't benefit from some emotional healing and if that's what biofield tuning could do, then heck, I think anyone and everyone should sign up for some of that. And like I'm saying, there, there's other type of energetic healing. You could do body talk. You can do, I mean, she dives into different types of quote unquote alternative energetic healers in the book. So by no means is biofield tuning the only one. But again, if it piques your interest, take action and find a way to integrate it into your health and wellness regimen because that's, that's where the needle gets moved. But again, I'll stop going down rabbit holes. I'll stop being on soapboxes. For this week, I'll be done. <laughs> but as always, guys, as you know, get outside, enjoy that sunshine, get some grounding in, enjoy life, and as always, light up your health. Or should I say, sound up your health, thanks to the information from Eileen. I don't know. Light is sound, sound is light. Sound up your health. Have a great week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Red Light Report. If you like what you heard today, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and other podcast platforms to help spread the word so other people can learn about the many health, wellness, and longevity benefits of red light therapy. If you're looking for more educational content, check out our Instagram page at biolight.shop and our YouTube channel, Biolight. I'm Dr. Mike Belkowski, and I'll see you on the next episode. 